Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by the Diocese of Harrisburg and... Hi, I'm Lonnie Smith, CEO at Hanover Auto Team. For nearly 30 years, we've been striving to create an exceptional buying and servicing experience for our customers. Our core values are integrity, fun, innovation, community outreach, excellence, and service above self. It matters to us that we embody these values, and we hope it matters to you. Visit Hanover Toyota, Hanover Nissan, Hanover Volkswagen, and Hanover Lots for Less for a large selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. We look forward to seeing you. Hi, I'm Sister Geraldine Schmidt, and you're listening to Musings from a Catholic Evangelist. Some time ago, actually many years ago, I was invited by a friend of mine to visit her in a convent in a distant city. So it took me a while to get there. Travel, I had to go by train and then by subway. Train wasn't a a problem. But as I got to the train station, the hub in the city, I knew that I had to go into the subway system. And I began looking at subway maps and asking questions and whatever. And one gentleman who assisted me in my journey said to me, don't be surprised that when you get to 196th Street, the clientele of your subway car will change. Yeah, I, I, whatever. I spent eight years in the South Bronx. Not a big deal as far as I was concerned. Okay, so I, my connections were fine. Got to the subway, got to the 196th Street um, stop, and sure enough, the clientele of the subway car changed. Okay, a couple stops later, I got off, walked up to the to the ground floor, And as I passed a gentleman selling incense and essential oils, I rejoiced in that amazing scent of smell for the incense and the oils. It was just a a moment of relief from the hot smells of an inner city that we all sometimes experience. Now, besides the fact that it was summer, I was also in a totally white habit because the white habit is a little cooler than the black. Okay. So there's there, as I passed the gentleman selling essential oils, he screamed and pointed to me and said, go back where you come from, child of Satan. Your kind is not welcomed here. I've never experienced racism before. And that was for the, my, it was a, it was the, my first time of experiencing any type of hatred because of the color of my skin. I turned around on my heels and said, why are you saying that? He began, he picked up his Bible and began to quote book after book in scripture about leprosy and how people who are have leprosy should be removed from from society and treated by, separate separately because they were subgroup of human species and that they were you know abomination and all those nice things he actually used those words and described me as an abomination his voice was so loud and so strong a group of individuals began to watch the spectacle. Finally, after five minutes of this tirade, 
he thumped the Bible down on his on his table, and I can see the essential oils kind of like jumping up and down. And he goes, Child of Satan, don't you have anything to say to me? And I went, one. He said, I said to him, I'm not worthy of salvation. I'm a sinner. Got that right. But so are you. And I promise that this sinner will pray and sacrifice for your salvation. And with that, I walked away. And I can almost feel the corporate sigh of unbelief from the crowd as, I, as the crowd parted and I walked up the street. I don't think I changed that person's attitude, the gentleman selling essential oils, but that, in, that interaction changed me because I don't understand racism. I've never experienced it outside of that one time in my life, the hatred because of the color of my skin. Because we are where we are in our society right now and experiencing devastation of, of racial equality and that conversations are beginning to happen more and more frequently, I wrote something, a letter. I would like you to read it to you. To the man who was selling essential oils on the street corner. Because you saw me as a mere white woman, you stripped me of my identity as a beloved daughter of God. Because you use words that can I, I cannot repeat about the relationship between my mom and my dad, you stripped me of my dignity. Because you saw my existence as an offense against God who made me, you made me subhuman. You made me a second-class citizen by taking away my citizenship, not only from the United States of America, but also of the human race. Your words try to destroy people who look like me, my culture, my community, because of your hatred. To the people who watch this spectacle, because you merely watched, I felt completely alone and alienated. I was a visitor to your city, to your neighborhood, and you did not welcome me because you saw me an object of entertainment. You stood by and did and said nothing. Your decision of inactivity brought the horrors of racial justice, the legal stealing of land and property, lynching, torture, rape and murder, imprisonment on reservations, concentration camps, inferior schools, segregated jails and neighborhoods, and the list can go on. You brought that horror into modern times, into that very moment. I experienced fear because of your hatred and because of your inability to do anything. I was a woman 
and you were there and nobody was there to defend me. In a world, in a society in which we find ourselves, in which people saying to people of color, never happened, it's your figment of imagination. No, it's not. Part of the gift of the pandemic is that we're beginning to own the fact that we are in this together. It's not just a problem in the United States. It's a worldwide concern, and we are all in this together. And in the midst of this is God. God teaching us what love is. God teaching us what sacrifice is. And God teaching us that we can affect one another positively by standing up, by doing something, by saying stop, by saying you're wrong, by saying not on my watch, by saying teach me your perception. Perhaps this is a moment in which you all have to identify our own blindness, our own anger, our own hatred, even if when we don't know if it's there. God is in the midst of this, and God is going to make it right. You're listening to Musings from a Catholic Evangelist, and I'm Sister Jarwin. Looking for exceptional coffee delivered fresh to your door? We have the answer. Our friends at Grim Bean Coffee produce small batch artisan coffee using top tier coffee beans. The coffee is roasted when you order, guaranteeing the freshest coffee possible. Check out Breadbox Roasts, a new line of Catholic themed coffees available at www. Dot grimbeancoffee.com forward slash redboxmedia. Experience coffee like never before.